that one. Pick up this session here. The tail end of a tavern. People still drinking. Some light music being being played poorly. The rapid sounds of wood and and chain as people are just cranking at this the, at this thing. All three of you are on a mechanical bull device. Oh, oh, oh. cookies are on the verge of be, be, being tossed across oh, the board, and. Um, Stepping back backwards, um, this bit of revelry, the night before wild night. You think back to a very odd, very unexpected conversation with a self-proclaimed the Fury, though she would not necessarily self in fact, if anything, she would not self-proclaim her as that. She, she hated that. does not like that 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 some people um, have been reduced down to a single characteristic. Um, Zorowai, daughter of Varawai, and uh, Shurkan, niece of Balinor, mm-hmm. if the legends are to be true, uh, seems to have been in the, the city for her own birthday. Speaking of birthday days, huh, before that, you guys were having a gay old time. Um, mm-hmm. Annie said, sorry, Earth, I can't be with you on your birthday. <laughs> and left with all your guild members, too! What a bitch! Mm-hmm. But you had some good times walk walk around shopping with Norwin. <laughs> which but now I realize is all a ruse. It was a ruse. Which means an empty day. Exactly. <laughs> Your friendship with Norwin is really just that. <laughs> like his bird bones. I should have killed him when I had a chance. <laughs> How badly um. would people mind fuck him up? <laughs> um, as you guys spent plenty of time shopping for little magical trinkets, eating your fill, drinking your fill, enjoying the bizarre district of Middle Dura Plateau, mm-hmm. riding the eagle, and eventually making way to Harris Folly, um, also in Middle Dura, just a de- different district, and um, walking up to a tavern, which, walking in, she seemed to be, the receptionist seemed to be expecting you. Just here, if you go up a stairs, we saw a private bar, dartboard, pool table, red cur- curtains, and the Rainbow Witch herself, Anaxoria, lies, as her forked, curved tongue, like a scimitar at your throat. Actually, it was just some basic <laughs> bitch, wasn't it? Well, yeah, Marissa was there. Uh-oh. No, weren't you a disguise? Yeah, I was. Yeah. Uh, that's true, that's true. I meant that too. <laughs> you were in disguise for Catholic the whole time. Um, <laughs> yes, as um, that stop first was smoked meats and drinks and cocktails and games and discussions and whatnot. One of the of the many discussions and, and, and conversations and fun that were had, many more magical gifts and trinkets. So Earth is now like. You know, you know. I don't know how, but every single one of these are on my person, Josh. And don't even look at my carrying capacity because I can do it. I can do it. The bat- <laughs> Batman utility belt is. is he's random. You're essentially wearing four Batman utility belts that are each coming out this far. I don't really give a shit. Uh, um, as all of these nice gifts, but a conversation had about um, well, you know, what do you guys want to do? Next, and some little discussions and votes where I think maybe maybe which hill is the next thing. It'd be nice to get your thing figured out. So if we do have to fight this um, bird man, we have tools at our disposal. And as long as 
we are at the Dome of the Starry Lady on the twentieth, the twentieth of Vabarath. And you guys were like, "Well, what's happening the twentieth of Vabarath?" Well, that is, appears to be when when Annie and Elfris have decided to tie the knot in front of a jury of, of their peers, meaning you two, Ooh. officiated by Rosie and Dawnstar. 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 Uh, morning star. Morning. Morning star. Oh, morning star did, did I forget that, or did you nope, retroactively that's decide that? No, something we are discussing. Mm-hmm. Maybe <laughs> it'll be a two for a while. Who's his plus one? <laughs> Cask, you're going with buddy. <laughs> we all know it'd be Inigo. In a bathtub would be involved somehow. <laughs> yes, yeah, some conversation mm-hmm. was had about that. Congratulations. M- more drinks. A short flight away with your mm-hmm. with your, your guild member chums in tow, of course, and you did some knife throwing, some axe throwing, met some colorful ind- individual there as, as mm-hmm. well with ears shorn um, short, and um, you found out that you have real competition in the thrown weapon department <laughs> as Norwin, <laughs> unknowing of his own might... <laughs> How, and you throw this like 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 t- two hands or one hand, either way, okay. <laughs> Robin Hood Ooh. splitting axes through m- multiple times. Um, Earth has never felt such defeat, but the hands of a, a friend, a hollow for friendship, has already been established. Gonna wake up with a knife like right. <laughs> I've hired the Fjarlands for, for good. Um, moving on from that was your last stop down in lower central in the yep, basement. We went downstairs. Yeah, thank you. Downstairs, not basement. Very different places. Um, basement, uh, no. Downstairs, district. The beautiful bitch. And a beautiful bitch. Um, mm-hmm. Really, really poorly drawn pug. Um, on there, no pugs in inside. Um, that might change yet because it's still not night. Mm-hmm. And thus we meet with how with how you, are we, we began this little recap with a sudden, well, first of all, Raphael kick, kicking thoroughly the ass of four individuals going quite far um, to the point of straight up one of them would have been dead if not two of them. Um, but Norwin is nothing if not a uh, bounty of boiled rags and salves. Um, exactly. Finn was there, kisses all around. And then Annie saw the figure that just the very tail and the haziest of her visions when she met just the previous uh, uh, night with the aspect of the mind. Long black hair, young elven Last dark green eyes. Um, I have no idea who this person is, but seeing her handily winning at, um, um, I was going to call it Arm Slam, which I guess is now <laughs> Arm Wrestling, that's her name. Cool. Arm Slam! Arm Wrestling, the Mechanical Bull, <laughs> Hungry Hungry Hippos. Mm-hmm. Um, she was good at that one. Roblox. <laughs> you know, she was really, Fortnite, she, she was really, yeah. really kicking butt on oh, all gosh. of the games. Mm-hmm. Um, and drinking plenty of ale and whiskey and Annie invited her, her, her over. An arm wrestling match between Urfael and her commenced in which Urfael was victorious, but not quickly. Mm-hmm. A couple minutes, probably. Very of close. Was back and forth, back and forth. Equally as strong as me in my mystical ways. She seemed to be, be 
Not the same. Pretty, exactly, pretty close to Urfael's strength level, level. And when he got serious, um, she seemed to notice like that sort of thin red mist in this place of smoke. You know, there's people smoking pipes, c- c- cigars, tobacco, doing husk in the, in, in the corner, even food. So it kind of obscures Urfael's mm-hmm. red mist through like the, like the, the candle and torchlight and whatnot. But mm-hmm. she seemed to note that. Clint, oh, you're one of his. Um, and then her muscles got quite tight as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Raphael defeated her, but Annie Dane, well, we'll still, we'll still, you know, get you some, some food and three pot of meats, um, mm-hmm. expensive things because you're supposed to, they're supposed to feed a bunch of people, one, one for you, three for her, mm-hmm. and you watch her just go through and, uh, eat a plenty, a conversation was had at the end of which I believe the culmination was essentially between detection of thoughts, um, questions, and mm-hmm. she seemed to be fairly, fairly open as, yeah, this was is the Fury Shorawai mm-hmm. um, does not like being called the Fury. Apparently, if, if you believe her, which I think you still had to detect bots on the end, not a part of cultists and all that shit. Hates hates that. Mm-hmm. Um, an endless, bottomless pit of hunger, eating way too way too much food and drink, not seem to have any effect on her. And as Annie did come back with a detect thoughts on her saw that very very deep aspect to her and then she said look again she let her guard down so you could penetrate further and she let she basically invited you in and thrust some of her history toward you at which time you saw burning you saw being chained to a throne and worshipped by red masked people you saw her drowned at the bottom of some body of water for years and years and years. The, the constantly drowning, constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, terrible, terrifying things. And without question, an entity this old has been through so much and is still essentially permanently in the form of a 14-year-old girl mm-hmm. has been rent, uh, while maybe high-functioning, there, there's some insanity there to be sure. Her mm-hmm. anger did come out several times mm-hmm. with some fist pounds and some yelling, some tears almost. She can fake it, guys. She, she can fake it at I, any time. I can fake it, sorry. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, she liked you. <laughs> and ultimately, um, if she was a threat, if she will be a threat, is unknown perhaps. But she does mm-hmm. seem to be. I'll use the word in cahoots. She seems to be at least familiar with your enemy, perhaps, mm-hmm. referring to the stranger back back then when her father took her from this court city. Um, and you get a, you get, I think the biggest piece of information from a useful, not just lore, but useful, was perhaps the fact that she referred to three of them attuning to the, the item. And that the stranger... He's not happy with what's happening here, but she's essentially doing... She He wants her to do some things for him with the hope, and then he says he will let her go after that. He will... She's looking forward to the oblivion of non-existence. That would be the best thing for her at this point in time. As you saw her plunge a knife directly through her neck, pull mm-hmm. it out. No blood, no blemish, no anything whatsoever. Though she did feel it. You were sure of that. Annie saw that and felt the pain that she was feeling at those various times. But she said she doesn't have any plans to, to, to do anything 
crazy, calm down. Uh, it's not worth it at this, this point in time. And uh, she got up, turned around, and left. Then thanking you for the meets. Good job at beating me in, in arm wrestling. Vacated the beautiful bitch establishment. Mm -hmm. You all uh, briefly conversed about what the hell that meant. And then we're like, well, hey, let's ride that bull. <laughs> and you went back that back in, and we pick this up now. Just like on the bull, like. <laughs> we pick up now with some folks, you know, sweating as they're exhaustedly wrenching you guys to and fro on this thing. Some of your companions, um, all of your your guild members' companions, still around, of course. Um, and you all get dizzy enough. Your mage hand cover your mouth so you don't spill your cookies. <laughs> Just like keep it in there. Exactly. Um, yeah, especially Herbs had a lot of food and drink tonight. A lot every everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, but I believe you all kept your cookies contained. Mm -hmm. um, eventually, the people just get so tired from panic and they're like, "All right, you win." <laughs> And um, you guys a little bit dizzy from it rotating and back. You know, one 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 controls back and forth. One controls this way. One controls how much it turns. So mm -hmm. it's very much like that sort of thing. And um, you all kind of stumble off. Your legs a bit, bit go sea mm. legs sort of on mm -hmm. you as um, the night is continuing. But again, the night before Wild Night is actually amongst the least crazy. Of mm -hmm. nights because people are kind of storing up for the next oh. next night sort of, of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so with that said, mm -hmm. uh, the floor is yours to do whatever you want to, and you can skip forward. I think you, I think we, we actually technically ended with you guys getting on car carpets or gondolas and flying home. But if there's mm -hmm. anything else you want to do, whether in the beautiful bitch in the apartment, um, before I assume you're flying back to um, Elfris's or the yeah, I'll stumble to the dead slightly drunk. Yeah, that, I mean, shake it up. It's okay. Yeah, is there anything else you guys want to do as a group before we wrap up that night? Happy birthday! Thank you. Are we meeting up later t today. I don't know why I'm looking at my wrist. Happy Wild Day. Wild Day. <laughs> yeah. Put a candle in and you can tell the time. I am into <clears throat> wax, but not right there. I want to say thank you for everything you went through to make all this happen. It was, it was great. I appreciate it a lot. I mean, all the restaurants and the pubs and the drinks and the activities and even hiring some Fjarland to pretend to be the Fury. That was a good one. That was fun. To please, I promise years to come when we don't have this bullshit war, it'll be better. Mm. Still pretty good, I'd say. Still pretty great, I'd say. Best birthday I've had in ever. Long, 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 long time. Who are you? I don't know. When did the war start? How many years ago? How many years ago did the war start? Oh, debatable on that, but it's like probably 12 to 14, like, some people say Common 10, knowledge, like there's a, never like a common knowledge proclamation. No, there okay. wasn't, it's a lot of, because it's mostly the bar. Well, that makes it even vaguer, yeah. so let's it's very just vague. say upper 30s? Pick a number. Mm -hmm. oh. No, wait, lower 30s? Pick a number. Three something. 36. Sounds about right. 36 sounds good. Mm -hmm. Wait, no. Difference. I think mm -hmm. I only chose that because that's how old Eklund is. Wait. Crap. 
37. <laughs> you seem like you're older than that. He's a half elf. Not a full elf. How is. How do you think. Who, he just acts like an 80 year old. Yeah. And that's coming from me. <laughs> you think I would honestly flirt with a man above his 70s? Yeah. <laughs> is it Madani? Like. <laughs> 60-something? But Charles was his uncle. Uh-huh. Was his uncle. No, no, you're, you're man. Isn't he one of them elves, too? Isn't he super old? They're all half-elves. Aren't they super old? They only get to be, like, 200. So exactly, how old is Elkris? Elkris is 26. Oh, he's baby. a baby. Oh, I wonder yeah. he likes you. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I yep. them while they're young. Yeah. Get there before the hair. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you've had enough. Fly home. <laughs> Wrap up the album. <laughs> yep. Yep, 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 yep. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because elves never get beards. <laughs> yep, that's true. Elves do. Have elves do, though. Have that's yeah. right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He will shave. Sharpen those ears. So tomorrow I go work. You two. Yeah, we get to see you before you have to take care of your <coughs> crownly duties. Yeah, let's see breakfast together. Sure. Right. Yeah. Are we just gonna be on patrol all day, or like? I want nothing. It's called wild life for a reason, I suppose. Well, they're gonna have to wait till the cover of the chaos of festivities, <coughs> is my thought, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it lasts more than one night. Right. But it doesn't start at like 9 a.m. No. no. I think till darkness of no moon. Would that be a correct assumption living in this world, or does it? Do they party all day? Uh, well, wild brunch is not a thing. <laughs> wild brunch. <laughs> so we're gonna no, make it a thing. Because <laughs> it is the night of the new moon. So right mm-hmm. now, as you guys are kind of, I'm gonna say you're standing outside of the, or you're kind of walking toward the apart- apartment from where you were dropped, mm-hmm. dropped off, and, you know, getting some last. Crisp night air into your lungs and on your faces and whatnot. Um, you see, there's just that very, very, very slight crescent of a waxing moon. So you get a sense that it's mostly like the new moon, the darkness sort of thing is mm-hmm. when people kind of get like crazy. <laughs> but it is getting later in the, the year, so, so when night leaves falls us. earlier. Mm-hmm. Sort of mm-hmm. thing. There you go. When we lose Bohemut's butt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys would know that you're not expected to be. You are not expected to be with the with the. the with, it is your job in a sense, you know, not just to like protect her, but also just to be there with with, yeah. with them doing that stuff. So like, whatever time Annie thinks is appropriate to waltz in. I would in. be getting there in the morning, okay. you know, after breakfast. Yeah. Um, for you, whatever you think works works that works mm-hmm. best. Um, in in this case, and you just hope you don't fuck around so. as a cloud. So I don't know. <laughs> I guess I have to go. How long's that last? Twenty four hours. Eight hours. Eight hours. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> if it was twenty four hours. We could. We could travel so much. Make it twenty four. <laughs> yeah. I guess I was gonna say three times. If you could I do, do that. that closer <laughs> to nighttime, that'd be great. Yeah. Oh, I think that would make sense. So that we have the maximum amount of cloud. Yeah. We only have so much cloud storage. Yeah. Exactly. And then you have to pay premiums. Well, see for hotcakes. 
Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. Have a birthday. Thanks. Wild brunch. What? Wild brunch? <laughs> As you guys continue on with your guild um, members to um, the apartment, uh, climbing through the window, As is um, and, and Annie hops on her beautiful Can't Pegasus. We just shut that steed. fucking door! <laughs> Go to the window as we intended. I know it's your first time, but come on, dude, seriously. We're like, fuck myself for us. Amani hops on her large steed with a wing, comes down, and he bends over so easy for you to climb up. She cut. You have a two animals. A he. This is a she. The giant horse is a woman. The two small creatures in your soldiers are men. That's actually going to help me remember it now. Yeah. Um, as Zama flies you, and it's nice that you have an intelligent um, steed because you <laughs> could probably still get there, um, but it's you kind of just like closing your eyes and trusting her to guide you because she is a fully fledged intelligent Pegasus, like can talk to you. They just never has talked. Once you guys are flying, um, did I say she like four times? He. She. No, it is she. No, 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 okay, not you. Is you looked she? at me, you laughed, and I thought I was wrong. I thought I was wrong, and I was like, ah! No, no, no. Get out of here. I she. was laughing at her, like, just like, and then falling off the When I'm just, talking, can you just do this? <laughs> just the whole night. No, no it's worse! Okay, it's Um, She, um, did, did you have fun tonight? I did. Hopefully you weren't too bored. Not at all. It's a large city. I feel that I'm still getting my bearings on it. There's a lot to do. I should take you to the zoo sometime. I think you'd enjoy enjoy that. <laughs> as, as long as you don't leave me there. I would never leave you there. That was a joke. Oh. I'm just used to being with Norman. He's really bad at jokes. You're leaning a bit left. It's because you're leaning a bit right. <laughs> I'm trying to counteract you leaning a bit left. Thank How's you. that? Thank you. <laughs> if you fall, I believe I can catch you, but it may be painful. Sounds good. <laughs> As you fly your beautiful, majestic Pegasus um, to where you are staying, let you in without too much applause and, and, and whatnot. Um, you sneak in, sneak in, you go inside. Um, Pop over my small shit. <laughs> sneak into a den of Madani's at midnight before Wild Night. <laughs> Wrong! Drunk and a devil. They never knew I was there. I was there and like. <laughs> I think she needs this. Oh no, where's Annie? Where's Crab Puffs? Take a few. Just take a few. You're over to those here. Come on, I'll make you some non Crab Puff Crab Puffs. <laughs> Um, you do go into your joint bedroom, and um, Elkris is not there, but there is a note on the um, bed with a small box of chocolates. Um, it just says, we'll be home later. Don't wait up. You're tired. You sleep. Yep. <laughs> you sleep. You sleep. I'm saying it. Holy shit. Don't control my character, Josh. You're railroading us. You all go to sleep. And then Damn. guess what? You all... Holy fuck. And you can uh, meet up for breakfast if you choose down in middle 
um, North Edge. You guys have met up plenty of times. There's a nice breakfast place there. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys can have hotcakes fresh out of the bakery. Mm -hmm. You see, you see honey being drizzled mm -hmm. over them. Fresh steam coming up. The smell makes you guys as you three <laughs> will join up. Um, I'll say that the other members, unless you want them, unless you would shake them, get up, motherfuckers! I say they're pro probably like let, let us sleep in, unless you really want them to. No, no, I wouldn't even. Thing. I wouldn't even. They're not invited. <laughs> Oh, perfect. <laughs> you three meet up. Hey, where are you going? This. Fuck you! <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> uh, you three meet up at, of course, the, the, the place. Uh, mm -hmm. what's, what's, it, what's it called? Place is known for its baked goods, hot and fresh, honey, chocolate, glazes. Mm. Castle Castle crepes. Castle crepes. I did not describe any crepes. <laughs> they do have them. So just to be clear, they do have there are tons of crepes. These crepes. hotcakes give you the crepes. Yep. <laughs> um, oh, crepes. You go up to Castle Crepes. Um, a wonderful um, it's the fourth floor of a tower tower, as many things uh, the things here are. So you mm -hmm. go in, you go up the like stairs around and you go go past a clothing shop of this shop of that shop before you and enter into castle crepes and you see it is sort of decked out inside like a mid medieval castle in other words a castle in this <laughs> world mm -hmm. um but with very obvious like you know this is like plaster and and, and stuff like ah brave warriors have come to partake in the crepes what do you guys want? Hey, nice to see you. It's it's very much a um, mm -hmm. what are those what are those places I'm thinking about? Uh, mid, mid, medieval, mid, medieval times, mid, medieval times, but it's go. a brunch crepe place. <laughs> <laughs> Brave warriors, crepe Suzette for for anyone. Mm. Uh, Chopping crepes. Let's see you for me. The usual then. <laughs> you will go and you guys have been here several times, so he knows That's your the usual. orders. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much. If you guys can come here, it's probably because you guys broke. I have uh, three of the dark knights. They're just crepes with chocolate chips. <laughs> yeah, so they'll go begin to make your crepes or stick sticky buns and whatnot. Um, Perfect. Floor is yours as you get mm -hmm. your little booth. That was our long rest, technically, right? We had just concluded our long rest. You now are mm -hmm. fully rested. Just want to make of, sure right now. Mm -hmm. Minus a slight hangover for several of you, I think, mm -hmm. and minus a um, dreams an odd thing. Annie has lived her life with many dreams, but there was something almost visceral about being in this young girl's head and seeing her prepubescent sort of or um, adolescent that burgeoning period brain space and all the shit that she's been through feeling the fire on your flesh feeling drowning things that you have felt before yourself and feeling like oh there's a imagine if I did that for years straight it's a sort of a thing mm -hmm. but not that it impeded your sleep at all just one of those things that's kind of like oof um, Elkris did eventually come home very, very late. She spent a month in a hell worm coffin. She ain't worried about little girl dreams. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I said you had the dreams, not that you woke up and you're like, been there. <laughs> and she was drown drowning for actually 272 years. Ooh, straight. Damn. Straight. So, anyways. Um, Take back what I said. You get back in bed. <laughs> the queen will be fine. <laughs> Glad you weren't there. Floor is yours. Coffee's Here's the dog. Oh, coffee too. 
it works. <laughs> Irish coffee? Yeah. What's Ireland? <laughs> That's my name, Ireland! <laughs> not, not, not the accent, though. Uh, pour some whiskey in your mm-hmm. coffee. <clears throat> Makes sense. You're looking at me like I'm the commander. Why do you look at me that way every time we're in the city? Because I have no fucking clue what's going on here. As far me as I know, either. this is just another wild night and you begged me to be here. I've never been here for a wild night either. I know, but you, you're the ones that got your assholes so tight we could be making new diamonds about it if. But what's supposed to happen? <laughs> Make more diamonds. Yeah. Yeah, no, but. I mean, do we have any intel or any idea? Intel. It's intelligence. Just give up with that. You could use it. I like it. I like it. Smart. Not beyond. That's better off for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I've heard about this. Earth invents sure. abbreviations right now. <laughs> yep. Holy fuck, you can make words small. Great idea. I mean, not beyond the magic district, but, and then my opinions mm. and feelings about the pavilion. I definitely think the pavilion's a target of even just nutter butter assholes. Yep. Yeah. I have heard stirrings from that there are people like nothing extreme and anything more than a normal wild night like they don't expect more shenanigans from what I know but Annie would have filled you and know what happened with Tipple too so you would know about those letters yeah. so Everbright would be the yeah. magic <clears throat> district you're referring to then mm-hmm. is that the district we were just shopping in just to no. be clear everything no. about how Puck Blue wanted him to first kill you yeah, how much of that? Yeah, you, you are you telling her of everything? I just want to be clear. I would tell you, yeah. Like, they sent one note to put me off of their track. And then Tybalt came clean about the second one. And Tybalt also came clean about the first one, too. Because yes. the intent yes. was you'd find them in his, like in his room. Like, he yeah. ran away, just to be clear. So yep. Tybalt came clean with you twice. Yep. And I would have been boy. honest about that. So, I'm sorry, just remind me. Was there intent to ever... I guess you can just clarify. Not to kill me, no. It was just to make Make you think Tybalt did, and this is where he and some nonsense was going to go down, or what? More So the first note was more of a... um, They gave him a poison, and then it said to stab me, and they wanted it to appear like he couldn't do it, but I would find the poison in the note as if he ran away because he couldn't do it. But in actuality, that and that had a district on it. That was said, join us at the Lavish Drapes and Firelight District of yes. Wild Night. Um. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so that was completely different. Firelight, I believe, is lower. Yes. Yes. So further... It's just down. It's the red light district. Um, and then the second note, which was much better written, by the way, just much better written, was pretty much letting him know not to actually try to kill me because one of their lives is not worth one of ours. That type of thing. Or the risk, at least. But I wasn't supposed to find the second note. I was supposed to find the first note. And that's the one where it was saying they just wanted me off their trail. So 
whoever I would send would be down in the Firelight District, but actually they wanted to be an Everbright to take magical instruments that can help them more than it could be a fun toy for people like us. And one last thing also, because that's exactly correct, is it wasn't so much you, like what you would do. It's more like the fact the that you are voice, the- voice of the crown and the Donadani's was like, you're, yeah. you were the right person to target because whatever you say will affect two major organizations to hopefully converge on um, Firelight dis- District. But you are right. The second second letter made it more mention like we will begin our infiltration of Everbright. Just mm-hmm. not the... Bazaar okay, is more of a, a district just with a bunch of shopping and stuff, but mm-hmm. it is a high concentration of magical items there. Mm-hmm. Far more than the bazaar. The bazaar oh, was more like, than the baubles. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And even more baubles. Like for every one magical thing that you guys saw, you mm-hmm. walked past a thousand tents that had mundane spices, pillows, you know, all that stuff here. Mm-hmm. Um, of everybody's the highest concentration of mundane to middling mad magical items within mm-hmm. the city. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's what it was. But mm. Tybalt told me both. Good lad. He is a good lad. I knew it the first time I saw him, and I've never doubted it. I just hope he doesn't get himself in trouble with those people. If he does, then they'll get in trouble with us. I just don't want them going after him. Especially not because he takes out my dog. <laughs> In exchange for some food and coin. Yeah. But to be honest, he's spending most of the coin back down there anyway. Yeah. Well, I don't think he has to worry about them going after him. They seem to value his life quite highly, from the sounds of that note. Which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. They you usually only strike inside. up. I know, and I'm going to have to break his fucking face. Who? Not Tybalt, right? No. Oh, thank God. Then I don't care. Maybe. Maybe just smack him around with that arm you bought him. Just a little bit. Stop hitting yourself. Not Stop my boy. Yourself. Come on, that'd be funny. <laughs> Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> mm. We're all going back to the house. <laughs> yep. One way or another. I don't appreciate he was used that way. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's... He wasn't used. That's that's the whole thing, is you can read it and not do anything it says if you don't want. So they wouldn't go after anyone for not doing what they said? I don't know. I can't say for sure. It's not like they have a code of honor etched up on a wall where they're like, well, shit, he didn't, he didn't do any of those, so we can't kill him yet. Hmm. Well, that. Oh, oh, shit, they no do! Problem. They do! <laughs> you didn't see it right in the sewer? Tibble's <laughs> <laughs> dead now, sorry. <laughs> I keep thinking I accidentally grab your cup every time I go to drink because I see your name and I'm like, oh, dude, and then I'm like, no, no, no. Yep. You seem to have an idea, though, about who it could be. Uh, who? You said, well, I'm going to have to punch his face in. That's the thing about this network is everyone's puck blue. No one's puck blue. Do you get it? Like, you're going to punch everybody's face. If, well, 
some people are more dedicated to it than others, but, you know, if <clears throat> Sally Mae is getting harassed by her master, mm-hmm. she can just write a note and drop it off and ask for help. And if someone deems that's a case worth helping, it's just little folk helping little folk and making sure no one hangs because some prick got what's coming to him kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. Yeah. So really... Would you have shared the detail that the two notes looked quite different? Yes. I would say. I would have said the first one looked like it was in your handwriting, but the second was definitely more like yours. Hmm. All right, so a lady wrote the second note. That yes. narrows it down quite a bit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that does say something about the intentions. Mm-hmm. I mean, they certainly want people to think... I will change that phrase. They wanted me to find the first note, so I am assuming they want someone of my station or me specifically to think they are dumber than what I know they actually are. Um, mm-hmm. are. Well, the ones I deal with are pretty dumb, but they're pretty young too, so I cut them some slack. Yeah. How congruous is the network of Puck Blue? Like, what do we assume that... Do we even need to think that this is the will of the entire network, or no. could this be rogue agents? And That's... you can correct me if you're wrong, but from what I understand, only the people who need to know, mm-hmm. know. And they don't know the whole thing. So you would never know who dropped off the note for X, Y, Z. Put it to the you this way. The maiden just gets the note of, leave the door unlocked. And mm-hmm. she doesn't need to know what's going to happen. You just She leaves the door unlocked and walks away, right? That's it. Mm-hmm. So it can be misused. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, it is open to that, if that's kind of your point. Yeah. So someone who is not a low-brow commoner seeking help could drop a note saying, Puck Blue wants you to do this. Very much why the handwriting being different might matter. Every note I've gotten from him is barely legible. But like I said, the little shits I talked to, surprised they came up with that. Yeah. Would you still have the notes? I would, yeah. Let me correct any of this if it's wrong in your head. You guys all say things right. I think I want to read the last one to you again Mm -hmm. because some of the phrasing of it, and it's not like cryptic, it's more. I think it might just help if Annie pulls out her little folded thing and said, Here you go, read Mm -hmm. it. Friend Tibble, your services have been rendered in the past, and we call you to arms a second time. Not to kill the lady, as stated in the first letter, but much of what was written is true. No, we ask you not to perform this poisoning because the risk to yourself is too great and one of our lives is not worth one of theirs. All said, the Lady Devil does not seem amongst the worst of their kind, though we fear her true intentions hidden still. No, we ask not for her death before her dis- distraction. Her partnership with the Crown and Hasmadani puts her word above almost any other within the city. If she reads the previous missive, she will conspire with the aforementioned and bring their attention to a district which will be ripe with wildlife debauchery, but not where we will be, meaning firelight, as previously established. Mm -hmm. Instead, leave the note and poison hidden in your room and escape. Hide on a a, a nether plateau and district away from it all, or join us, if you wish, on our infiltration of, 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 of Everbright. Why should they hoard magic for the rich when a trinket for one of them would be a great benefit to many of us? Should not those with abundance offer to those with nothing? Is it not the duty of mortals to stand with their own kind rather than upon the throats of those less fortunate? Always a friend, PB. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Sounds very much like what the uh, bloke yelling, us, yelling at us in the gentleman's residence was on about. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. And probably the guy that was killed as well. What was his name? Plumber Dirge. Plumber Dirge. Yes. So, I mean, that could be anybody. It was a lot more eloquent, though, than the previous man. But I do get it. Mm-hmm. I do agree that a trinket for us that we think is fun, yay, like uh, Kelsifer. Mm-hmm. Kelsifer would be supremely helpful for a lot of people. Exactly. So I get it. I do get it. <laughs> we said we don't need any more cakes. No, what are they supposed to do with this night? Harvest spice. Well, either way, I think we definitely look into Glitter Town or wherever. Everbright. Everbright. There it was. Glitter Town, yes. We could look into there too if you want. Mm-hmm. And I did set aside a budget for Tybalt, where after this is done when things are a bit safer mm-hmm. aka in a few days we will go and look and see what we can't find that could change some situations in lower sure. well. they said they've called on him before mm-hmm. did he tell you what that was would i remember what that was you didn't ask him anything in particular but you you when when Elkris first met him, he asked you if you knew anything about what Tybalt's done. So you knew that Tybalt mm-hmm. was a part of the Friends of Puck Blue in the same way that any average Joe could be. Not like I'm part of their inner echelon where I make decisions, but just like they've mm-hmm. called on me to leave a note in a certain place, so it was less often traced before. Like, like people would yeah. sometimes get caught or suspected, and like I'm sure they would confess to like, that's all I did is I, I don't know if they told me to do sure. this, and I did that. Yeah, like, there was no specifics that you were given. You know more what his job was and why he lost an arm. It had nothing to do with the friends of Pump Blue at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You failed. Mm-hmm. So that's all I know. I will admit part of me chose... Him. Part of the reason I chose him was because he knows thieves can't. Thieves can't what? Thank you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> We've been working before until somebody said it. <laughs> yeah. And mm-hmm. because he knew know. lower, mm-hmm. at least those areas, decently well. Mm-hmm. And had an inn. Not as big of an inn as I think you do. What? But you leave notes <coughs> and gold. To strangers, honestly. Annie, like they're not. They're all strangers. Isn't mm-hmm. that the point? Exactly. That's why I'm saying I. And into what exactly? I mean, I can ask these friends I know, but they might not know anything. I don't necessarily even know an into what because it doesn't seem like the network's doing anything. In my opinion, bad. We're gonna ransack Some... this place to take a bunch of magic items that aren't theirs. Mm-hmm. That they could use for good. Yeah, perhaps, as long as they're not tracked down and then punished for it. And, you know, we don't know the... And the ones that don't? Are you responsible for what they do with it? 
No. I'm not saying I'm condoning it. I'm just saying I understand it in a world of so much more. Mm -hmm. Relatively, I think what they're doing isn't bad. Relatively. Absolutely. Should the masses sit and just twiddle their thumbs? What would I know? I have like 10,000 gold in my personal bank account. You ever heard the expression, kill them with kindness? That's what I'm trying to do. We set up booths, they burn them down. They pass out food, they throw it in the gutters. Totally. My point is, I think we get that wrong. I think that means, well, sour people, evil people, use that as a way to get what they want. They'll let you kill yourself with your own kindness. They'll let you make mistakes that you shouldn't make because you're empathetic and you can understand people's plights and you'll do something stupid. Mm -hmm. So when you become too kind, they'll kill you with it. Interesting. I'm not saying we shouldn't feel for it, but that doesn't mean we should throw all logic out the window and say, yeah, Wild Knight, have at it. You're down on your luck. Here's a magic item. You'll make things better. Hmm. I agree, the folk who got all the power don't make them right either. But at the same time, you already have steps in place to try to rassify some of this. Yes. By purchasing them in a legitimate fashion and passing them out. Oh, certainly. Yes. And I also did pass on this information, so there mm. will be a high level of guard there. It Remind me. I'm so sorry, I thought you don't have sense. Please continue saying It didn't stop me from doing my job. <laughs> Good. You know, the people who are paying me the platinum that I'm then going to go take and buy things legally mm -hmm. boost the economy sure. and help lower. Mm -hmm. Hopefully. I mean, inversely, we could also try to suggest reduction of the god there to a degree, the normal level of god, and then send people who do not fit the bill of gods so that it is it looks less like Tybalt gave them up perhaps. But then there's still some powerful forces there to aid. If that is something you're concerned with. Because my question is, I can't remember from last time, did you guys choose a location for your guild members to, to be? Or is that still... In no, because that's... Yeah, we were... I like... Okay, we just, totally I fine. didn't know what was going on. Blah, blah, blah. I just didn't know if that was already decided. Okay, that's yeah. all. I didn't have in my notes. I was like, ugh. Did I we can them? certainly put our guild members there. You should think that's where they would be best suited. Would they stop them? I could ask them. I mean, we can't control what they do. We can just suggest that they do. I'm not concerned our guild members would join in on the pillaging. I don't think they would. Necessarily. You, you notice we have no paladins in our <laughs> guild? No paladins are rare. And yet somehow we've collected rogues and assassins. Well, people need a place to go. Yeah. And it's... You kill someone with a holy light on you and you're a paladin. You do it in the shadows, you're a rogue. I don't really understand. There's much of a difference besides what you do with your skills. Mm -hmm. True. Well, I feel blessed by the light. Uh -huh. Yeah. 
Plus, we're kind of a sneaky y'all. Do a little good, do a little bad. Keeps life interesting. Right. <laughs> you steal some, you win some. Yeah, like, I mean, if some of these magical items that say, I don't know, make food for no reason or something like that go missing, I wouldn't know what the whole inventory list is, but... No. Yeah. No. And I'm not really <coughs> concerned about Tybalt in that manner. Okay. I'm a rainbow witch. Hmm? She-devil. Who knows what I pulled from his brain while he was squealing in my kitchen. No, I didn't know they were that close. <laughs> ah! Ah! Imagine, uh, what's, what's Hellish Rebuke? <laughs> oh no, one queen dead. <laughs> I guess that's valid. So, I mean, if you're looking for security, if I'm sorry, I was trying to take care of something. If, uh, if I'm to understand, you're looking for security for this magic heist district thing, mm-hmm. but maybe not your ironclad castle guard looking chump. Well, that was my suggestion, but if you think I'm it, open to that. I think a couple... Well, that's... How many folk can you affect with your old windwalkie magic? I think 11, including myself. Let me check. Okay. And how many are... I guess what's more important is how many are spoken for. Let's see and another question is how can we cast it you if they can't life. get close enough to the queen? Because we have to be in proximity where you cast it on everyone. Is the queen getting cast on? Was that one of the things? I was Ekman and the queen. Ekman queen. Myself. You, Earth. Me. Well, actually, I don't count for 10. Well, if I can um, be there, why wouldn't they be able to be there? Mm-hmm. How am I going to get all of you into the castle? I don't even know if I was going to be able to get you in. Um, Worst case scenario, I just have do to. Do we cast have to do this prep in the castle? Even if I have to, I can cast it twice. Oh, no. I mean, I'll you guys are the ones. Him. You guys are the ones making the logistics. Yeah. So, yeah. if we can't get a minute, don't worry about it. I mean, do what you got to do. But I can ask um, your people mm-hmm. and see what they say about that. Because mm-hmm. obviously, the security has got to be, you know. Extremely tight. I got a shrinking potion. I can shrink Inigo down like a house cat and shove him in my pants. That came very readily to your mind. Has that happened before? One time, but we didn't have the shrinking potion. (laughs) 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 Oh, very well. Uh, Here's just to get to move things along a little bit. Mm-hmm. Brass tacks. Unlike likely on Wild Night, while, mm-hmm. while you guys have been told, hey, Earth's cool if he's here, but let's keep it on the DL sort of thing. Unlikely him and Gildemers are going to just come yeah. walking into the palace. Mm-hmm. So you have a choice, Stephen, and mm-hmm. that's, to, that's, to, that's to how do you want to use your spells. No mm-hmm. one there is going to say, no, fuck you. You need to cast it on us. You can say, hey, I'm casting mm-hmm. it on the, on, the, on the people I choose. Mm-hmm. You can choose to cast it twice. Mm-hmm. Those are probably the best options that you have. If you you know mm-hmm. you know Eklund, you know the the queen, you know them like dude, we wish we could say yes right now, but we really mm-hmm. can't. We, we just can't. That would look yeah. so bad from an, an optics standpoint. Mm-hmm. But you can cast spells as many times as you so choose to. Yes. And you are right. The necklace, if you attune to it, has one free use in it. Yes, exactly. So mm-hmm. you got you're only using one spell slot to actually do it. Yes, precisely. 
So, that might just be the way we have to do it. Because I think the, given that we do not know what we are going to be up against, and the city is vastly large, I think the more pieces we can move around the board the fa as fast as possible is probably going to save us, you know, might be the what wins the day. Yes. Honestly. Okay. So if we have effectively 21 people that can fly around quickly, I think that makes sense. In this environment, I think that is what will yeah. win the war. Okay. Yeah. Which case, you know, pick up as many people you'd like for your your side of it, and um, I mean, obviously everybody that we know, mm -hmm. and, and then some. Yeah, well, that that could include Elkris then, as long as he's not too stuck up about being close to them. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, or any of yes, the... my man is a pillar of light, an absolute beacon of goodness. Well, he also might not necessarily want to be, depending on his level of um, exhaustion. Exactly, his his state. He might not be. I am assuming he is staying home. Yeah. Or he better be. Okay. We'll, we'll see. We can still see if anybody else is going to be around. Like these people, is people that can. Quickly identify threats and then report to someone. Mm -hmm. I think that would be wise. And then your the casting for the crowns people would be you, Acklin, Elspeth, and then literally seven more that we could find. I don't know if Escalade was around, but he Varla, Christian. Yeah. Can't remember the dwarf cleric's name right now. Havagast, Havagast, Rolling Thunder. There's, I mean, it sounded more like if you can, if you can do it, we'll have the people to do it too. And it might not be those people even. Mm -hmm. It might be okay. those people might be like at the pavilion, mm -hmm. walking around, and not like the ones who are going to be flying around solving problems. You know, you got to remember that you guys see a lot of what's happening in the city, but for every one percent you see, there's a hundred times that that I that I see. But I don't, I don't even care about like most of that mm -hmm. shit, right? And I, like, seriously, it's not like, I'm like, I'm like for, for every one thing you do, there's a hundred steps. It's more like for every, every one thing you guys do and see, I maybe have three other steps deep, yeah. but there's a hundred steps even past that. So mm -hmm. we can hand wave that, that um, aspect by saying you cast a spell on, on 10 pe people mm -hmm. of their choose, choosing to be where they need to be. Sounds good. I'm totally fine. You don't, you guys don't, don't, don't try and figure out the nuances. You're we'll just you're just choosing <laughs> to cast a spell to help the crown. Yep. As far as I'm concerned, that's what you're really choosing to, to, to do. The nuances I'm up for. If you choose to cast a spell for your own benefits mm -hmm. and your friends, then that's completely up to you. Right. A separate mm -hmm. thing. Yep. Wow. Okay. You can choose so to say we'll no to either of them. I'm totally fine with that. Okay. That sounds good to me. So. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you'll cast it on them, and then you'll cast it on us. Yes. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. And then how exactly am I supposed to know where there's trouble when? I'm going to be locked in a room. I cannot give you command on that. Yeah, well, if I see anything, I've got a sending stone. I can see if anybody else can communicate with... I'm sure that I will 
get messages from the Crown's people if, because I will be out and about and one of their agents, and so then I can relay messages to you. And I will have my son installed to you as well in case something happens in my locked room. Yeah. Okay. I think that's probably the best way. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Otherwise, just take it as a night where you can actually punch as many people as you want. <laughs> Regain some charges, get some help back, Broseph. Let's be honest, that's that's every night. Yeah. 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 But tonight, Norwin won't give you a bad look. Oh, he still will. Can't help himself. That old elf soul. Mm. Oh, no. Sour when they gave it to you. Got resting judgment face. (laughs) (laughs) You're good at that. You're good at that. Surprised they even knew you were a human. you guys keep chatting without me, without me here if you ch- choose to while I go do some mysterious business. Secrets. Continue discussing and when I come back that will be the symbol of it's probably time for you to you, you get to the castle and yeah. so on and so forth. Sounds good. Do I have to go with you right away then, I think? Because, um, I, I mean, it's eight hours from my spell. Yeah, so I don't think so. I just wasn't sure if you were going to be like, you know, shoot on the way right away. If you could come mid-afternoon, mm-hmm. that would be best. Okay. So like, you know, four or five? Yeah. Three or four. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Five is virgin in the evening. Okay. Especially this time of the year. Yeah. Because it gets dark around 5.30. We're talking like I know what any of these numbers mean. Half-past <laughs> 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 so candle. <laughs> yeah. But no one's been like being in, was incessant about it the first like three weeks. We had the like it's five o'clock now. <laughs> it's five one now. What does that fucking mean? <laughs> All right, one, two, three, four, five. How do you get to twelve? I don't. I, don't, I run out at ten. I don't understand. <laughs> My monkey brain is confused. Mm-hmm. Got toes. Take off your shoes, bud. <laughs> All right, we can get there. We can get there. We can get there. But he has three toes. Oh, that's all he needs. That's true. So do, we, off a toe. do we have any suspicions of where trouble may be tonight? We don't need to have an actual plan, but at least ideas of... I mean, if we're if they're going to use Wild Knight as a cover, mm-hmm. what, what the fuck are they going for? They obviously think, or he does, I think, that one of the scrolls is still here. Must be. There was three at one point. Yeah. Right? That's what she said. Mm-hmm. Three, yes. Yep. And one went to... Dear old fire song. Yeah. Yep. One went to who knows where, but we know now. Right? Because it was transformation. Life went to fire song, but transformation was the other one that was here, right? Yes. And mm-hmm. Will. Yeah. So, theoretically, Will or Will is still in the city. Potentially. 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 That's what he thinks. Yeah. Maybe. So if that's let's just assume that's true. I don't you know, in a lot of ways. Unless they're really trying to get something specific in the pavilion, they might not attack that again because they know that there's nothing there, perhaps, that they would want. You know, if they've they've killed two out of three aspects. But what if they want to create mass chaos and there is stuff in there that 
there is still stuff in there, Norwin, that they they could take. Yeah, but why wouldn't they've already? Because it wasn't in yeah. there when they went in last time. Uh-huh. You're acting as if the crown doesn't move things. It's true. Also, the chaos of Wild Knight is a good cover where you don't have to expend as many resources to make your attempt. Maybe, but I don't know how much people are going to be whooping it up at the pavilion as it had compared to other places. What I'm saying is if perhaps they'll have a different target like, you know, some of the other patriarchs and matriarchs to see if one of them has one of these powerful scrolls. Just don't forget that you two asked how you can be close to me just in case. Right. It's true. It's just... I'm just trying to think of other angles. No, I appreciate it. So, what? Would it be safe to say maybe we shouldn't hang around in case that'll clue them in where you are until we're needed? How fast could you get there then? Well, with our windwalk spell, we can move pretty fucking quick. A minute to. I mean, 30 miles an hour. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty fucking quick in the magical world, right? Yeah. Uh, I think that's roughly what Windwalk is. 30 for 300 feet per round. Mm-hmm. Okay. So 10 times your normal speed plus, plus one. So to get anywhere in the city, no more than 15 <coughs> minutes? Or easy, like, easy yeah. for that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, you guys are flying a lot of... From the, any side lot. to side, so you know, like, if we're in mm-hmm. trouble, two minutes for the magic, a couple minutes of travel, seven minutes time. So it is a long time. Yeah, seven minutes. A lot can happen in seven minutes. We have okay. driven. So. I just don't think there's anywhere the matriarchs and patriarchs would be together. I think they're going to be locked up in their homes. Absolutely. Just potential. That's probably the best bet anyway. Otherwise, you know, the forge. Because I wanted something down there. Very true. I don't know why, but... Down the canids? <laughs> I wouldn't wanted. fuck with the canids, but that's just me. Yeah, well, <coughs> you never know what they have up their sleeves. If they can... Especially if something like Shandala can, who could turn off magic. What are the canids without their toys? The richest sure. people in the city? Sure, sure. Yeah, but wealth isn't going to, unless you're wearing it all in front of you as a body armor, it's not going to do you much. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Try that. Which, you know, they might just have gold, gold, a lot of armor. But anyway, <laughs> like I said, hyperbole. I'm probably just over, over analyzing as always. So. Yeah. I think that's, that's fine. We'll just do that. Do you want to have the. People at Everbright District or with you? Well, I think we can split them up as well and mm-hmm. give them set orders about when to check in unless they run into trouble. Again, they're pretty good free agents, but mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know how many bodies you'd, you'd need. I don't know what, what the Crown has planned since, like you said, you passed the information on, but... I have no idea. Okay. That's probably the truest thing that's been said. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a, they, nobody in the nobody knows what's going to going to happen. So you guys is mm-hmm. 
just got to make decisions at a certain point. I think we're overanalyzing and we need to just... Well, I'll put it this way. It's time to give the horseman his leadership trials, so I think he, Hackon, and Marissa can... Live upright? Hang, yep. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And I'll good. keep the cat with me. Sounds Perfect. good. And, you know, I've worried about keying people off, about certain locations. Clouds aren't very suspicious, but they're hanging above. Right, sure. So... Yeah, I think that works, and then I'll just kind of patrol the area, roughly, kind of stay within a couple minutes of the pavilion if I can, but, you know, I'll look at other areas. All right. Okay. Well, I need to get to work. You two have a wonderful rest of your meal, and please be there around three. So wait, am I meeting you now, or am I just meeting you later with the gang? Just you and me. All right. All right. Well, have a good night, and hopefully it's boring as fuck. Absolutely. Same to you. Eleven. I mean, that's only eleven. It's only midnight. If we, if I have to, at three. Well, I want, I want you there so they could give you the plans, debrief you, and it's before we move. You kind of have to show up <laughs> right before. You just probably say, "I'm doing it now," because I don't know when they want you to cast it. Yeah, it's valid. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm just fucking marrying into the royalty here, and you suddenly think I'm the fucking queen herself. Slap down five gold. Stand up. $500 for a... For, for, for hotcakes? Energy drinks and finding out where the mayor lives? <laughs> okay. Here's what's going to happen. Okay? Uh-oh. Um, I'm ringing a giant bell that says ring for Jesus here. Uh-huh. Ding, 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 yep, ding, ding, ding. I'm saying this. Mm-hmm. To yes. the castle. You guys do whatever the fuck you want this day. Yep. You inform the grave walkers, hey, Norman will be, be here, we'll all be coming on clouds, we'll be fucking, fucking sweet as shit. Mm-hmm. You three are going to go to this Ever Bright dis- district, go find a map map somewhere, figure it out, unless you want to RP the conversation that I'm having right now. I'm, I'm expediting. Nope, yeah. For the sake of time. Cassius, to... you're in charge, blah, blah, blah. Uh, after things are taken care of there, I would just want to have a rendezvous point so they could, if they don't hear anything, we could... It could find out information otherwise. Does that sure. make sense? Sure. So, is there sure. some place that's close to the pavilion that isn't the pavilion? Yeah, you can say that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, just say there's a garden over there, or yeah. a, a shop, or anything. Any number of mm-hmm. land landmarks in a place like this. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe before you guys all part, you even um, fly around and say, "Hey, this is our. This is where we're going to, to meet." If we get separated, there's yeah. so e- yeah. e- easy ways to after skin your a business is taken care of there. You know, rendezvous here. If you don't hear from us by a certain time. You know, do your job. Exactly. You know what you're fucking doing. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Makes exactly. Um, I didn't hire you to babysit you. Stop me at any point in time if you do want to go over something in more detail, but I think that there is a degree of analysis for paralysis here. So, um, you mm-hmm. are going to do whatever the fuck you want throughout, throughout the day. Mm-hmm. I do whatever the fuck um, I want. You are eventually, it sounds like at 3, p- 3 p.m., Mm-hmm. Going to go to the ca- castle. They will let you into the palace. They'll they'll let you into the castle. Um, Amecklin has assembled the ten the ten individuals. You recognize some some of them. The other ones you don't, because it wouldn't make sense for them to do it on Crownsguard that they want to be in the path house or at the pavilion. So they're just people of magical or martial renown that they can um, trust. That mm-hmm. are knights, paladins, a mishmash of what that that. A Mecklen thinks these people being able to get places quick, quickly. It's like a hit squad in the same way that you guys are planning your own guild folks are mm-hmm. 
doing. They're all spies. You guys are fucked, so it's fine. Yep, makes um, sense. So I'll bring puppies. Can you get injured in cloth form? You yes. can, yes. Okay. You can. I don't have to give a resistance. Okay. I think you do, but it's, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We'll look, look it up when the time comes. Yep. When you all when plunge into stand. lava, that's when you look up. How much is that? Oh, boy, that was less than I thought. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. You will not probably cast it at three. There will be mm-hmm. debri- debriefing and stuff, and it's very vague. Mm-hmm. They'll flat out say, I know you guys think that we have all this shit figured out. All we asked was that you guys were here, and if that was all you did, we, we would say good enough. The more people that we can trust that are strong in the city, the mm-hmm. better. The fact that you're willing to be protecting the queen directly you're willing to cast your spellcraft and be flying around the city yourself in either mm-hmm. bird form cloud form whatever is massively help- helpful and you brought the, the other one right yeah that's helpful too and it's not and nobody has has ever said plant earth in this district it's just like if he's in the city and he mm-hmm. sees a dragon he's gonna chase the dragon that's that's more <laughs> what this was about in a gen- general sense I'll gonna be dragon um, <laughs> question for you. Look, look, look me in the eye. Do you want Inigo with you at the thing? Or oh, not? I thought you said no. Okay, so, like, he no. would know to... Got it. Yeah, I'll fly around. Um, perfect. Um, then, closer to, like, five, when the sun mm-hmm. is setting, the purples and oranges and blues of the sky, clouds are rolling and rolling in, the moon is... Right, right, oh, no. There is no moon this day. There hardly was the previous day, in fact. The cloud cover mm-hmm. of this night is heavy enough that even the stars, which would mostly be a beautiful, beautiful sight to see the number mm-hmm. of stars on a moonless night. Unfortunately, those damn clouds are even blotting out a solid half of those. If you are not providing your own light source, if you're not around lantern sconces and the such and no torch in hand the city seems a much darker place but in the the, the upper districts um strangely enough wood is in abundance um magical lighting aplenty um the lower down you go the more populous the city gets the more shadows of the little bit of light that is cast the more shadows there are so definitely the lower districts um, are the ones that, in comparably, would um, be in the most dark. Remember, they live in the shadows of these bridges and massive tower structure. Like, imagine if you're just one guy that's on the way down here, and you got this giant thing here and this giant thing here, right? So, with that said, is there anything else? I'll ask one more time. Now, now that you guys are sort of split, sort of split up. Any, any individual things that you would like to to do? Any conversations you wish to have before I put you where you're going to to, to, to be? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd have to go with him. For yes, a yes, yes. But I'm asking before that. Oh, uh, before that, then no. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. You guys can spend your time. It's a court city. Again, mm-hmm. hangovers, naps, lots of water, water mm-hmm. some more wine. Makes yeah. makes sense to me. There's plenty of ways to spend a day before work at, yep. at night. And yes. Um, Leo, is there anything that you would like to do explicitly? Uh, I don't think so. Perfection. Um, you two, um, after you cast a spell on all mm-hmm. of that, mm-hmm. around five o'clock, okay? Mm-hmm. So they have a, a slightly early dinner. You mm-hmm. cast the spell on, uh, I suppose it would be um, the Queen Eklund 
Actually, what am I saying? Josh, I'm stupid. I'm sorry. Um, leave. The, the Queen Eklund, um, Manny, mm-hmm. and probably um, two of the Queen's guards. Mm-hmm. The other of the Queen's guards already went a more mundane way to the pavilion. So only six or um, six, six, six others in theory would you mm-hmm. be casting up their their choice who will be doing other mm-hmm. stuff, scouting around and whatnot. The people mm-hmm. I just said, you guys all leave the castle. Six of them flying about sort of an escort pathway. You five going in, two of them peeling off to manifest from the uncloud and take their guarding positions around the, 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 the pavilion of the host. Um, you, Eklund, and the queen head, heading in, materializing um, guards there escorting you through. Eklund, as you know, not allowed too far within, patrolling the path, the um, inner hallways and whatnot, with access to out to the, the pavilion itself, the outdoor area, the steps and whatnot. You and the queen escorted within a, a place. During that, Nor- Norwin has met up with the guild members mm-hmm. and Durf. Um, so that's uh, six of you right there that you mm-hmm. can cast the spell on if, mm-hmm. if you choose. Are there any other individuals you guys had discussed that you want to randomly be like, hey, you want to fly for mm-hmm. eight, eight hours? Or is it like, nah, let's keep this to a tight-knit thing? Um, I would check in with, um, as part of the day, I guess, I would have checked in with uh, Elkaris to see if he had anybody that he had in mind. Hmm. Okay. So yeah. I have like you know. We could meet us here. Great. Yes. Here. Yeah. He'd yeah. be he'd be thrilled to have um his his chums <clears throat> Brosnan and Kedra. You mm-hmm. recognize them from the mm-hmm. first time that you met Alcaris, or not the first time, but at mm-hmm. um Santa's at Sanids, the one mm-hmm. has the big mm-hmm. um, um, ebony fly. You're like, hey, Kate girl. Kate girl. Um, those are two of his personal friends, mm-hmm. and then two Donnies would mm-hmm. be um he'd, he'd be happy if you mm-hmm. would do that to them, yes. them as well. So how many how many gun members do we have? Four. With you, Four. I uh, yeah. Five. Cassius, Hakon, Marissa, Inigo. Yeah. Right. And myself. Yes. And you. Well, you so already cast it on you. I don't count in the yep. spell yeah. because I it's ten plus me. Right. So that's so, six. So five. five. Five others. Yeah. Well, I, and, and I only said four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, then there's a third person. That I don't really care about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. I, 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 I I am keeping track of the good things that you're doing. Yeah, that will right. help mm-hmm. the city. But I don't Add a plus one to the good know. things, Josh. Exactly. It's essentially <laughs> being like, clever and saying, hey, Madani, yes. fix some assholes that over here. That is a good answer. It's, yes. It does make a difference, mm-hmm. but I, the, the nuances of exactly mm-hmm. what the differences are. Yeah, no, that's fine. I'll never know. Yep, that's fine. All good no. numbers. I will change one thing. Yes. I would have, even though she will probably find it disgusting, I will have filled up the bowl. Wait. Yeah, it can be used once a day. I would have filled up the bowl and had... The queen drinks some of my blood. Oh, fun. <laughs> That's gonna be just lovely. Um, so the queen is suddenly her, uh, you know, again, it's not a visible thing, but she, she, she seems a little bit sharper and just a little bit more charismatic. Oh, good. <laughs> Which actually does help, help her on um, Palvin's bells. Mm-hmm. And, and <laughs> ah, and stuff. Yeah, that's so great. That, yep. that, that actually is useful. Not I her rolled a 17, so she so. didn't take necrotic damage. <laughs> <laughs> Dead. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you killed the queen with blood. Uh, it's either that or how you do it. Those are the two options. No, not you. Two options. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Fair enough. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, giant blood. After you cast the spell, five figures kind of go doing their own things. Mm-hmm. Um, three of the guild folks kind of you and Inigo, Inigo and you mm-hmm. just sort of. It's hard to keep track mm-hmm. of each other. These aren't you're not mm-hmm. giant resplendent birds or anything else like that. Yep. Are you going to stay in cloud form scouting around, or are yeah, you going to yeah. go into like, mm-hmm. like um, um, all of them for now? Yep. At least? Mm-hmm. Okay. There was one more thing I was going to cast before. Yes, no, please, please go ahead. And so on Earth. Ooh. Oh, I think okay. Yeah. <clears throat> go ahead. So, oh boy, have this scene. Have have this be an action. So I'll I'll <clears throat> let you know this. Okay. <clears throat> this session, mm-hmm. though I love the planning, mm-hmm. is going to be a session of scenes. Yep. Okay, I'm going to be doing a lot of scenes, and by me doing them, I'm going to be handing off the mic to you guys a lot to do scene, and then I'll mm-hmm. do a scene, scene, I'll do a scene, scene, I'll do a scene. Makes sense. So with that said, um, I want this to be one of those scenes. So yeah. take it away. Where where are you? Set the stage for mm-hmm. for me. Have this be an actual RP moment. Sure. So I think you know after the the others fuck off, and then the others like three fuck off, and then you and Nigo are about to head out. I would like you know put a hand on your shoulder and say. One more thing. Mm-hmm. You know, in a lot of ways I feel somewhat bad that I didn't fully trust your conviction to our party before. Before I knew exactly what your motivations were and your intentions with the way that uh, you left things off before. Mm-hmm. And... Before I really knew what that was, I went to the Queen and I prostrated myself before her and begged that she forgive your transgressions and reverse your punishment. I told her that I thought it would be incredibly pertinent and life-saving for you to be able to be wherever you needed to be. Because so often we say, Earth, cut that down. Earth, destroy this. So often we ask you to be our sword. But so many more times do you willingly become our shield. And so, you know, and I'll pull out like a little feather from his pocket. Just like the smallest little feather that was from a, a hummingbird that was in a high Because that's where they would travel to, essentially, in the uh, winter months. And to say, I have one more present for you. For tonight. It's your actual birthday. And he will draw a... He'll take the little quill and will draw on your forehead. And you will... There will be no, like, liquid. There will be no marks or anything. But you'll feel like an icy imprint of a little hummingbird sitting on a flower. And then um, after a bit of time, the flower will kind of drip nectar down across your forehead and then down into your eyes. And uh, as you do that, you see flashes uh, of different, like, almost like you were, like, super drunk or something, and you, you'd see, like, blurring motions, and, like, all of these, like, different possibilities that seem to happen, uh, and it almost, like, causes you to have a migraine at first. And then Arnold will take off his jade circlet, and will put it on your head, which I assume your head's probably a little larger than Narwin's. And so as it, like, sets down on your head, it kind of expands to have, like, red flowers that will fill up the gaps, essentially, which will then solidify and uh, coalesce and 
then the the visions will kind of fade into different, um, more logical uh, possibilities. And so, essentially, for the next and mechanically for the next eight hours, you now have foresight. And so you will have. Let me just check what the spell does. Advantage on any d20 roll. Attacks, saves, yep. checks. Yep. For, That's exactly for eight hours, no concentration will require. Yep. Then I have to say that was. Damn. So. Inigo's like, this is take, taken a bit. Yeah, it takes a bit. <laughs> he's like, and he's like, uh, he's like, hey, so are we going? He comes, he comes over to kind of, kind of like, like slap you on the back, and you see him stepping forward a full six seconds before he does. You see him coming up to kind of slap you, you on the back. You see, you see all this, you feel the slap on your back before it happens, mm-hmm. and it shatters into ten different possible things that you could or could not do at that moment in time. Mm-hmm. Very cool. You feel the slap, and all those possible things condense into one, and then mm-hmm. instantly you know exactly what no one's going to say before he says it. It's it's a very odd, disconcerting thing, mm-hmm. but once the circlet, the flowers fill in, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Focuses? Yeah, it mm-hmm. focuses that. Yeah, exactly. So, since we don't know what's going to happen, the more that you can do ahead of time, the better. Well, this is weird, but thank you for trusting me with your powers. I appreciate that. And just know that there's no rule or decree that would keep me from helping my friends when they need me. Of course. <sighs> Stay safe. Likewise. And call if you need us. Of course. Of course. <laughs> and... What are these? <laughs> and... Off we go. Earth cast foresight on you. Yes. <laughs> I was like, shit! <laughs> I was trying to think of a way to make that, like, foresighty, but I was like, ah, no, that doesn't really work, so... <laughs> I know you're gonna shake my hand, so I'll just leave. (laughs) You could do the perfect psych at the last possible (laughs) moment. His power is awesome! His handshake is as as hollow as our guy's night yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Guy's day. Sorry. Um, With with that, Mm -hmm. thank you for that. Um, Do you have inspiration Mm -hmm. right now? I think so. I gave gave you one for all the stuff you did for for Leo last time. Yeah, I think so. I think you do. I only have one here, Mm -hmm. and I'm waiting to give that to somebody special. Yeah. Me. Trey. Trey. Trey's such a good boy. Yes, I do have it. So with that, um, that begins our night of scenes here. As Urfal and Inigo fly off. You fly off. It's a really nice hat. <laughs> An odd night follows you all. There is a word in the English lexicon that is not a real word. It's a made-up word. But so many words are made up. Like, technically, all of the words are. This is one that's gained popularity in the last uh, several years. The word is somber. It is the realization that every person you see has a story. In many ways, as, as equal as or as vivid as your own. And as you all separately are flying over the city, even in its darkness, every speck of light, every footstep, every sound, every voice, every loud, every clink of a glass, every one of those souls has 
Dorothy. Now we may argue, some of them not as grandiose as those at this ta table here, those characters, maybe I'm not even these, these players. But we do know that everybody has a story. We also know that fate and destiny are a thing that you may or may not believe in. Is everything just random chance, controlled chaos? Or is it meticulously scribed out on parchment by the gods themselves or some even greater being beyond that? I seek not to answer that question here, but I do say this. The fates, the destinies, whatever you want to call it, of many, many people this night have already been inexorably touched by the people here. You three adventurers parting right now. The fates of hundreds, thousands of people in this city this night was that of blood, fang, claw, and fur. And you have solved that. So despite all your planning, mm -hmm. know that you have already dealt with the 90% problem here. Mm -hmm. I wasn't joking when I said that two, two sessions ago, okay? Mm -hmm. Kudos to you. Um, be a real dick of me as DM <laughs> to be like, oh, you solved that problem. Let me, let me make up something equally as bad. How many dragons? Where are dragons? Only, oh, <laughs> oh, only four. Only four. Mm -hmm. That's it? Did you roll a d20 for that? <laughs> I rolled a d6. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Use the d20. So combine these thoughts as you're mm -hmm. flying around, not knowing. You know right now what you're supposed to do, but you're not knowing what's coming. Mm -hmm. You two not knowing what you're supposed to really do. For the most part. Mm -hmm. But knowing that every person here has a story. And you're hoping in your hearts of hearts that you have changed their stories. They'll never know who you are. They'll never know how you changed them, most likely. But I'm letting you know that you did. The rest of this night will be a series of scenes that we will play out at this table here. There will be a brief break in between each scene at which time I will uh, you are more than welcome are all adults to grab a drink snack food or go use the restroom but I will deliberately pause in between to make it a more palatable mm -hmm. to leave at that time if that makes sense scenes may be one minute they may be 20 minutes some scenes will in will involve you some scenes won't some mm -hmm. scenes that d d d don't involve and don't involve you you as characters will never know but you mm -hmm. as players well, mm -hmm. none of this was planned per se because mm -hmm. you already dealt with the plan so this is all some extra shit for you all is it important? I think so mm -hmm. I think we'll find out a lot about us all this very night with that I want you all to roll a dice of any choosing you want. I don't care what 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 it is. Just one die of whatever size you want. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Nat twenty. <laughs> In true fashion. Seventeen. Ten. Did you all roll d twenties? Of course. Yeah. Nobody rolled a d d four. I, if that was me. I'd be like, dude, d four. <laughs> d twenties are always higher. <laughs> Twenty seventeen. Ten. Ten. Okay. You know how it is. <laughs> mm -hmm. We begin. 
You are circling over the city, seeing various revelries and debaucheries. Urfel, you are out amidst the night. Your other cloud-like friend beside you for a time. Annie, you travel to the pavilion of the host. You are within a room right now with Queen Elspeth and the other two aspects and two well-armored, um, well-disciplined, one paladin, one cleric, in fact. Along the way, you saw several other shining shining armor, masked, veiled individuals. Those who are paladins, but their job is staying here. The highest honor in the U.S. military, after all, is to guard what? The... The grave of the, of the unknown, unknown soldier. soldier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not a great example here, perhaps, but the pavilion mm. means so much more than just the aspects. Mm. So some of the most powerful, most most honorable positions just stay here at home and hope that they never see combat. But that's what they've done after they've been out in the fields and seen so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but Norwin... We'll begin with you. Mm-hmm. You are flying around. Frustration, not knowing where to be. Things are easier when you are like an, an arrow knocked, string pulled taut and let loose in a direction. Mm-hmm. As a man who's almost constantly bombarded by indecision and doubt. Um, tonight is almost worse than that. You have solace in seeing these people. Wild Knight, you've almost built up, though you've lived through many. Never, I think as a druid, mm-hmm. you've probably never experienced one in the city, but your mm-hmm. mind does go back exactly one year ago to Fadrixel, mm-hmm. when you all, exactly as you are right now, flew in via Windwalk before mm-hmm. you were capable of casting it. I believe it was actually Eskel who cast it through Mm-hmm. The same necklace that you've cast it through today. Mm-hmm. We missed the happy anniversary for over a year hanging out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, in game, just a year. Hey, but you know what? That's more than I think most campaigns get to level 20, and then they do the math and like, oh, it's been six weeks in game. Well, we saved, like, we killed seven demigods. We saved five that. countries. Mm-hmm. Exactly that. Um,. Norman, as you are flying around, hours tick on by. You take solace in seeing these people living their lives. There's debauchery. That's what it's supposed to be. You know, there's mm-hmm. inhibitions have fled. Mm-hmm. Even yourself is probably a part of your brain that is a little bit less patient than than usual. Or maybe it's maybe it actually, if anything, it just cranks up what you already have. Mm-hmm. So instead of just making a choice, it's this almost indecision that's a, that's a thing there. And you're not sure if that's just because the night's so odd or if it's something to do with wild night itself. Mm-hmm. Scholars don't, don't know. Does the fury have anything to do with it after you just met her? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Do you think the fury herself is responsible? The magic that made her what she is? Is it a weird quirk of the moons? Or is it just... Uh, 
bullshit. I'm curious. What does Norman think? What does Stephen think? I don't think Nolan's ever really considered much... You know, he's never really followed any of the gods, I would say, because, you know, he generally pulls his magic from the nature itself. So I think he's, especially now having met a couple of them, I think he's definitely more inclined to think that this is more of a natural occurrence of, like, either the moon phases or the, um, you know, the way that maybe the pull of the planes, you know, maybe have they perhaps, like, kind of like ley lines in the earth, how they might overlap in a specific kind of way. I think that's more where his head is at. It's, I don't think he necessarily thinks it's anything to do with Suari. Give me a spellcasting ability fire check. So that'd be your wisdom. Mm -hmm. And go ahead and add your proficiency to it. Because okay. that was a very astute thing you said. And I want, I want to see if you get... Mm -hmm. uh, so let's see. Plus, yeah, so it's 13 plus, that. Yeah, so 24. 24. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as you're flying around seeing these people that again that sonder feel mm -hmm. all these people have their own lives mm -hmm. blacksmith goes and toils every day he deals with fire and stone hammer and anvil every day his days may be more more repetitious than your own are he may have less on his plate than you but does he think that surely not mm -hmm. everybody's a main character of their own story but why does everybody's story seem to, in some way, shape, or form, intersect on this sort of page <coughs> on this night, you know? Mm -hmm. Mine goes to, you know, exactly as you just said. It seems odd to blame the Fury when Scripture doesn't say she's a young girl trapped in her body after eternal torment and such. Mm -hmm. So what of any of that is true? Your mind goes on to planes and what not. There is no way that you could physically see this, but you mm -hmm. are inexorably tied because of what happened at Nathal's Sanctum. Mm -hmm. When you could see the ley, ley lines themselves, you fly on a whim, you suddenly just riding wind currents far up, and you are above the city, a mile above the city. Mm -hmm. And you look up with your non-eyes, and you swear for a moment as you're riding the different wind currents, you can see rivers of magic that's not the right word magic is what was what you do when you control the weave mm -hmm. is this the weave itself now the weave is everywhere but these must be ley lines mm -hmm. they're not really there but they are like the past like rivers of the wind in a moonless night with clouds obscuring the stars most of them at least you do get a sense that you can almost see them. And with that rule right there, you just wonder if what you're saying is true. Is there a way to verify that? Mm. A lot of where Norwin pulls his magic from is not only nature, but the fae wild. Mm -hmm. You've pulled fae creatures directly from that realm here. I would argue that you are more in tune with the fae wild than you are probably any other plane. Mm -hmm. But you've also intersected with the Shadowfell. Mm -hmm. You swear that you can almost not hear, but somewhere far, far off, there is an intersection of planar energies in multiple places throughout the plane, the material plane. A sheer coincidence of nature itself. That may have an influence on people 
born after all people that are born at certain locations certain times of the moons or planar cycles or portals opening up may be born as genasi or Mm -hmm. many fey touched shadow touched or whatnot else Mm -hmm. no one can't be sure but he's not sure of much Mm -hmm. in his life but he thinks there might be something to those thoughts he just had it might be an intersection of planes that are just affecting this material plane for this night or two. And what is the Feywild if not a place that inflames certain emotions and moves mm-hmm. missions? Yeah. You are that high. You're like, I should probably get down over here. <laughs> you fly down, you're back in the middling plateaus crossing through bridges, walkways made made of stone, rope, wood, all sorts of things as you're around the middle north edge where the, where the apartment is circling back toward the pavilion of the host. And out in the distance, outside the city, um, where you know fields are, the fields that feed the people within the city, the fields where you know that House Horasco and and um, Galanda have combined their um, fabrials mm-hmm. to basically a permanent plant growth spell, which you are mm-hmm. quite familiar with yourself, a way to increase food production so a city this large in one place can possibly survive. Where you know those fields are, you also know the Vidalis Zoo is mm-hmm. over in, in that direction. Having been there yourself, the light's all off. No one's going to the zoo on this day. They are shut tight and guards posted and what all the animals locked in sleep peacefully. Mm-hmm. And you see an orange light. As attuned with the elements as you are, flames. There are flames licking across the fields seeming to be originating in one location, sure, but moving with a rapidity that seems to defy what you would expect from natural flames, even through a fertile field of mm-hmm. plant. These plants are not dry, dead things. Those go up like that. These should be hardy hail plants that are meant to feed people, and you watch them going up. They're almost voraciousness to the flames. Heading in a direction that whether deliberate or not, you cannot say you are miles away toward the Vidalis Zoo. Armed dissenters, you imagine House Vidalis can deal with. Quick mental calculations by Norwin. If the flames continue to spread as rapidly and in like a conical fashion as they are, whether mundane, magical, or otherwise, that's a lot hard for shields and swords to defend against flame. There is something that seems almost preternatural, something angry about these fires. Almost like they are roiling animals themselves, galloping, twisting, up, through, and toward. You also see a much closer tower to you belching smoke now from the upper floors of a tower on um, middle Dura 
I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, it'll tap landing. You could get there within a minute easily, as opposed to the field. Smoke is coming out of the lower or the the upper floors, and you see a, an orange glow once you around some towers and bridges and whatnot. You see people oh, pointing down as you see smoke coming out of you know here sort of thing. But you mm-hmm. see an orange glow at the base and bottom of it. It is still, again, uh, maybe only a half minute for you as cloud form as you are, but another minute to transform however you choose to. Even from here, thanks to the light there and the torches that some figures are (laughs) flashing out on balconies. Well-dressed folk clamoring hailing far too few passing hippogriffs and pegasi. Hippogriff comes by night across a city watch. Come, come, come! A figure jumps on the back. A man hands over a child. The mother takes takes it. As the hippogriff goes to take off another man and then another jump, grabbing onto the legs of this thing. It's too much for the hippogriff to bear. The knight says, get, get off, get off, trying to kick their hands. Because either they fall or they all fall. And they do. One figure's hands are kicked. The hippogriff's um, back hoof <coughs> hits him in the head. <laughs> you are a clod. Mm-hmm. You don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. You are an owl. Why are you a cloud? You're faster. You can't do anything. You could have swooped down and saved that person. <laughs> Hits a bridge. <laughs> Spine snaps. <laughs> At least there's no more screaming. There is a tower of people. Richly dressed. You see musicians within. Not playing right now, but well dressed. You see cocktails, you see wine. You see that field burning toward a zoo. What do you do? Hmm. Difficult decisions, difficult decisions. Did I know that the field was uh, crops, or do I think that that was more something else? I think you would know that was crops, or at least you'd have a healthy suspicion Mm -hmm. it was crops. Yeah. You also probably heard from Annie at one point in time, her telling you that her and Felicia were out in Tafik's landing and had seen a similar pastor and temple to ROI being Mm -hmm. burned. Unfortunately, the two of them were able to, to get there fast enough, courtesy of Annie's fly spell, to help deal with the dissenters and um, cultists of the, of the Fury at that time. There's a bit of a recognition in that here, but this seems far greater than what you had heard Annie discuss at that time. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think, uh, as difficult as that might be, 
I think Norman would go for the fields because there will be the likelihood that somebody else will be able to help at the at the tower is a lot greater than the ability for someone else to stop the flames and prevent as much food from being burned as possible, potentially causing mass chaos as food supplies run short in the winter. Okay. Do you fly towards the fields? Yeah, I think so. Well, you are a druid, after all. You are mm -hmm. warden. Are you not? Mm -hmm. It makes sense. You should defend the fields, the flora, the fauna. You can tell yourself whatever you want to. Mm -hmm. But the screams, the falling, the crunching as people fall from bridges and are burned alive. Mm -hmm. Quickly, at the speed that you're flying, you're far too far to hear them still. But hear them, yet you do. You reach the field. Do you wish to go from where the flames seem to be originating? Or do you wish to go to where the flames are to prevent them from possibly reaching further? You don't get a sense as you're flying that where the flames originated from, stopping that may not stop the progress of them. They are fit as fire, after all. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to go to where they were going to. Okay. Mm. Transform back into yourself. Mm -hmm. You fly. You begin the mid-air transformation even. Almost like a djinn yourself. You come down low near the tall walls decorated as they are old of the Vidalis Zoo. And you manifest your form. And before you... <laughs> crackling flames... 200 yards from you still. Mm -hmm. But now where you are, you definitely see them. They are almost of steeds galloping. <laughs> they are almost of bears loping mm -hmm. forward, wolves with gnashing teeth. And then the moment that they are that, they're not that. They're just flames. But now that you're this low, this close, staring upon this 100 yards across... 200 yards from you. There is almost assuredly something magical, something deliberate, something preternatural to these things. Mm -hmm. So much so that I think, feel like I could dispel the kind of mat, like the fire, or is it something where I just think that it was something that was caused by magic? Um, I would say you you feel like there is a spell here. If you feel like there's magic that caused it, probably, mm -hmm. especially when you were flying, kind of deliberate, like start here, go this way. That's not how fire usually is, right? Mm -hmm. Conical. Um, exactly. And you also get a sense that not only did it start with ma magic, the propulsion of it, the mm -hmm. consumption of it, the deliberate nature of it is mm -hmm. magical in that it's moving faster than you believe natural flames would. Mm -hmm. But you also believe like... If you could someone turn off the magic, the fire would still re remain. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's a little bit of both. Stopping mm -hmm. the the rampant onward mm -hmm. aggressive spread would be a great a great effort and mm -hmm. a great boon in and mm -hmm. of itself to slow that. Yeah. 
how far away from the origin do I am I currently from like the, where I'm currently like the amount of progression that probably is. about 500 yards at this point in time. 100 yards yeah. if that would have changed your decision on where you appeared mm -hmm. I will let I will let you opt to move toward the origin instead Hmm. If I would have, how, I guess, how close would I have to be in order to sense that it was magically propulsed? I think when you were within a hundred yards in the sky of mm -hmm. the fire itself, you would have seen that at that's widest point, the mm -hmm. furthest from the um, center, the closest to the um, zoo, that's where you would see the actual creatures of flame sort of mm -hmm. manifesting and m marching. But the rest of the fire just mm -hmm. looks normal, mundane stuff. Okay. So then I'd, yeah, then I would kind of go somewhat toward the source in that regard to try to stop that progression. Sure. Give me mm -hmm. a perception check. Sure. Oh, pretty good, actually. Uh, 21. 21. Mm -hmm. You see, for lack of a better word, we can call this almost a fire elemental conflagration. Mm -hmm. Not just one, not two, not a hundred, but just some sort of force that's being moved forth mm -hmm. with an intent to it to consume you see a number of individuals I'll just refer to them as cultists mm -hmm. because they are lit by a tear in the air between them the tear giving off an orange red light from it mm -hmm. and the air is shimmering in the same way that a very, very hot day, or flames over, a, or um, the air over a fire. Mm -hmm. There are three of these individuals in a triangular formation around themselves, flames in their hands slowly licking up their very flesh and cloth. They all wear masks and bracers of sharpened bone mm -hmm. tied by twine and hemp rope. Them. You can give me a religion check if you wish. Mm -hmm. Wow, holy fuck. Uh, 22. Uh, you would recognize bone. Mm -hmm. Sharpened bone bound by between and rope is a symbol of the devourer. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. One of, the, one of the dark six, a brother Fury's of the Fury's, Fury's father, mm -hmm. the one who raped her, and mm -hmm. also brother of Balinor. Mm -hmm. Very much the opposite of what 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 um, RY and Balinor is, right? The horn and hunt mm -hmm. and like life prosperity uh, field, and mm -hmm. you know that's very much RY. Let's grow, let's live, and the devourer mm -hmm. is quite the opposite of that. You also see a myriad of other, again, I just use the word cultists around them with simple cudgels and short swords and weapons and whatnot. Obviously, mm -hmm. other people have reached here before you. Guards mm -hmm. that were outside of, of, the, of the city, mm -hmm. flying steeds as well as um, they are being, but most of them are within the city. So most mm -hmm. of them are being fended off by crossbow arrows. I mean, they're flying around. Some cultists laid, laid dead. Some are craw crawling. Ah! Um, mm -hmm. But there's a fair number of guards and whatnot mm -hmm. that have been felled as well or simply can't do anything. You watch these three figures and that crack that I'm going to go based on your previous 24 mm -hmm. thinking about planes and intersections this is not a portal but mm -hmm. a crack right to the fire plane mm -hmm. and the preternatural flames coming from it 
are, are coming from that. You can see the lines, mm. but there's also a powerful magic between these three cultists here as they are themselves being slowly consumed by, by flame. Not screaming in pain, but chanting, singing, mm-hmm. in fact. Like a Gregorian chant with the combination crackling flames amongst them. You see all of mm-hmm. this. It'll take you a minute to transform yourself to do yep. about it, though. I would try to get within 150 feet and I would transform myself. Easy enough. You come down mm-hmm. every second of you slowly transforming yourself is painful mm-hmm. because you know that in that minute how much closer have those flames gotten to the zoo mm-hmm. how many of these guards and hippogriffs have been <laughs> the beast falls <laughs> but you also know without that spell if you were simply your owl self it would take you much longer to get to get, get here mm-hmm. maybe you wouldn't, wouldn't be here at all maybe you would have been compelled to help the people in the city there is no right or wrong answer. I mm-hmm. think Norwin has that realization right now. He's so always focused on what's right or wrong, what's best. Mm-hmm. It's time for <coughs> action to take place. You manifest yourself. What do you do? I cast Sleet Storm. Sleet Storm on what? On the center of the three of them trying to concentrate. <laughs> they all look up. The Sleet Storm... D- douses the flames upon them. I know that this causes d- 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 disadvantage on, on concentration mechanically. Mm-hmm. In this moment here, they all... Ah! And as they hold their own hands, the cold, the sleep, burning them more than the flames ever did, the tear closes. You hopeful, you hopeful, you look over and you see the flames do not die off. Mm-hmm. But it does seem like the ramping, galloping has mm-hmm. ceased. It's pe- petering out. Mm-hmm. The flames remain. The crops are burned. The flames will continue on, but without that hungry aggression that mm-hmm. it, it had. Now it's a mundane fire, which is still tremendously dangerous. Mm-hmm. The three cultists turn. Heathers were killed outright by this this bell. Mm-hmm. It doesn't actually do damage. It doesn't do damage at all. It doesn't I thought do that any did two d six plus um no, no that, that, that's no not damage. Sleet storm. Nope. Perfect. Never mind then. Yeah, it just caused. A but it does make terrain. them fall. Yeah, right. Yeah. You can make them a sudden fall. Yeah, make some of them fall. a good number number of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, funniest <laughs> home videos happens here after all this very very mm-hmm. serious stuff. What do you do next? They're looking around trying to find the source of this. What, mm-hmm. what, do, you do, what do you do next? Um. Then I think I'm going to. I watch them for about. 10 seconds to make sure that they don't try to like reopen it essentially. They will immediately try to reopen it once they try to find what's mm-hmm. happening. Finding them! Whatever happened? A spellcast us here! As the three mm-hmm. of them hold hands and immediately begin chanting again. <sighs> They're gonna start chanting, that's annoying. Um, it does not look like the crack comes through. Mm-hmm. You, you don't even see the crack beginning yet. Mm-hmm. You get a sense that this was probably a multiple minute, at least one minute, ten minute mm-hmm. long ritual thing here and you just mm-hmm. cut it off right there but sure pe- you're in the mm-hmm. d- d- dark right now you can mm-hmm. see them because they're near flame you mm-hmm. appeared outside that so and you're far yeah. enough that d- d- that dark vision mm-hmm. would not impact them so they're all like find them find them holding torches some of them coming toward you but also your spell mm-hmm. has no direct line from you so mm-hmm. truly you are mm-hmm. in the darkness capable of doing whatever you want to do right now yeah okay in which case i'll leave the concentration up for a minute 
And then I'm oh. going to... Then they won't try. I don't know. Yeah, then they, they won't try. They will try, but it, it, you know, they, they won't. They'll just instead be like, find him, find him. And they'll, they'll start to like look around, produce flame too, as the sleep kind of mm-hmm. puts them out and whatnot. Okay, in which case then I will uh, go mm, probably hundreds of yards. It's probably still faster to do a minute than a minute again. Yeah, we'll do that to go and then catch up with the flames. Become a mm-hmm. wind again, yeah. or become like a, a raw shape. I think become wind again. Become wind again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As you're flying mm-hmm. over, you look land before mm-hmm. the flames. Fortunately, you've stopped their r- rampant spread. What mm-hmm. do you do now? So then, no one would try to do like basically uh, forest fire management kind of sure. stuff that he, would, I'm sure, would have learned about. So basically, would be starting to cut stuff to stop the blow, and then would be basically doing a controlled burn. In an uh, area to like basically prevent it from continuing further. I know you have produced flame. Do you have wall of fire? I don't pre- have prepared? wall of fire prepared. Do you have tide tide away prepared? <laughs> of course I don't. Do you have <laughs> Do you have any Do you have any ability to shape or move move earth? Chris, uh, let me check right here. Now. Shape or move earth? Mm, nope. Okay. A lot of human based things. <laughs> so such as the. The difficulty of being a druid with mm-hmm. all yep. the powers of nature at your disposal, none of which yep. help. Yep, and I've got Sleet Storm again. I could do that again. That, uh, that would help. Yeah, because that would put out some of it. Um, but that's only like a 60-foot area, um, which is not super helpful. Sunbeam, animal shapes. Um, gravity's not going to help here. Yeah. So I think he would go... I want to do that. Uh, boy. Can you oh, I've got a flaming sphere. I can send across. So I can move that F- as well. Flaming sphere? I mean, I mean, it's f- slow. Fire based things will help a lot less than any water, earth based things, mm-hmm. but you're doing a controlled burning. You're hoping if I mm-hmm. kill the fuel, mm-hmm. it'll reach a point and then so I totally understand what you're trying to do. Yes. That's a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's just reaching dangerously close to the. Um, Yes. To the, the, the wall mm-hmm. itself. You hear the beasts beginning to sense the heat and the mm-hmm. danger within their hoot and mm-hmm. growl and, and flap their wings yep. and whatnot. So I think that would, he'd do that and try to prevent as much of it there. And then if it gets too close, then he'd do like sleep storms on certain areas. And if it gets way too close, then he would go water elemental and just try to like put it out himself. Even though he would probably take damage from it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll roll for me a d20. Mm-hmm. Three. Uh, okay, three. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's a three. <laughs> Roll for me a d10. A d10. Mm-hmm. One. One. Mm-hmm. That's why I wanted you to have this <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's actually incredible. Um, depend, depending on how high you rolled in the d20, it mm-hmm. would have told me... How good you are at preventing the fire with your first tap tactic. Mm-hmm. We're not very effective. Yep, not very effective. Your fire burns, your fire spear burns mm-hmm. far slower than the flames coming, yep. coming on will. You need to implement slate slate storm. The D10, mm-hmm. Stephen, mm-hmm. was how many slate storms you would need to put out this flame or to stop the imminent danger to these these mm-hmm. animals. I was ready to may make you burn ten spells mm-hmm. without telling tell, tell, telling you. I was just gonna count and say one. Mm-hmm. Two, three, mm-hmm. 
four until you went, I'm going to stop. And I'd say, great, mark off five or yeah. all ten. Mm-hmm. Somehow, with one casting of Sleet Storm, you <sighs> dig so deep down into yourself. And you realize fighting fire with fire does work. But right now you need something far greater than that. And you beg the sky. You tear a hole hole open. You spend a solid minute focusing on this spell. Mm -hmm. To the point that the flames are licking you. You feel yourself burning. It hurts. Mm -hmm. Your concentration does not waver at all. And then you yell and you tear and a split to the elemental plane of water appears Mm. much like they did with that crack three of them made a Mm -hmm. crack yay big you make one that's a hundred yards across thin as a piece of paper and a sheet of solid oceanic water comes Rachel, add that, add, add that up and tell Stephen how much fire damage he took. <laughs> As you do this, you put out the flames mm-hmm. with a single spell slot that took mm-hmm. you a minute to cast. Mm-hmm. You rend open the sky and not rain, but pure ocean water from another plane of existence rains. 34. Oh, 34 points of fire damage mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. With that... What is your AC? Uh, currently, let's without see. Your, without, without my shield, shield would be 15. A crossbow bolt hits you in the chest. <laughs> and that will be an additional three points of damage <laughs> oh, to you. Boy. So it's not, it hits your um, breastplate. Do you have mm-hmm. a breastplate yet? Or are you uh, still rocking the studded I'm still leather? That's right. Yeah, the whatever thing is. Yes, yes. Yeah. All good. All good. Hits your, hits your armor. Mm-hmm. The impact hits you. You're like... As you see, as you see (laughs) figures coming through the flames, you now see humans before you shooting at you. What do you do? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they're gonna do something so rude, um, yeah, we're going to have. Let's see, that's got a range of ninety feet. I'm going to, as a fourth level, cast summon Fey. And have a little fade flit around, basically just slicing tendons. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> you. And in the grass, the, uh, mm-hmm. the, not the grass, but the field amongst you, mm-hmm. a quickling appears, and you remember a time when you mm-hmm. were on a bridge in the Fae mm-hmm. Wild toward a certain leprechaun. You did not know what it was at the time, and you were stabbed a lot by Fuck quicklings, time. and you realize mm-hmm. that those fuckers are. Dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> Your name is Dark. And you just whisper, go, in Sylvan, and they don't see. Mm-hmm. What you see is akin to Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. where people mm-hmm. come through burned fields, all of a sudden they're coming, there he is, pointing, and what happened? As you know, your quickling is mm-hmm. going around cutting tendons, and mm-hmm. are you going for kill shots or just. I'm injuring. Um, basically, trying to injure them to the point where they cannot hold a crossbow. Okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. You cut their ten tendons, and then my wrist. You just hear my wrist, my wrist, my wrist. They're all old. <laughs> the three 
elementalists um, mm-hmm. come forth next. The three that were summoning mm-hmm. that. You see them. <coughs> Your quickling goes. One of them turns. <coughs> fire. <coughs> Gone. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Uh, now you can defer to see what they're going to do first, or you can act. Let's you know, see what they do first this time. Mm-hmm. In unison, the three of them say, Life begets death. Death begets life. From eternal hunger and eternal strife. And they begin to rend and tear. And the bones on their masks and their bracers begin mm-hmm. to glow a ruddy red, almost ashen, like hot, hot ash. Mm-hmm chance essentially amount to the fact that the devourer things need to be devoured mm-hmm. for new life to be given and sometimes life can grow so rampant mm-hmm. that the only choice is to burn it down in order to start anew mm-hmm. and Norman knows that there is some truth to that from a nature standpoint but you get a sense what these people want to, to do is less to do with nature more to do with people. Mm-hmm. And then in the licking flames, an enormous tidal wave comes from the side and bowls them all over, rolls itself into a watery sphere that contains all three of them, mm-hmm. and a figure lands on the ground. Squeezes his hand. It condenses, turns almost solid, and then flies up 100 feet, it vanishes, they all fall. Mm-hmm. You see a figure with cloak flapping and a staff in hand, white beard and pointed blue hat with two feathers in it. And you see Elminster standing before you, mm-hmm. about 50 feet. He begins to walk toward you. The other figures all either moaning in pain or those three most assuredly dead. Mm. Most of the fire now put out or at least spreading in a very mundane way. Mm-hmm. Healthy plants don't burn as easily as like yeah. dry plants do. So right. mm-hmm. Elmster walks toward you with a good gait, not like a confident in there, <laughs> but like a like a walking stick, Gandalf, like I'm mm-hmm. in a hurry, sort of like to to you sure. thing as he grabs the brim of his hat and t- t- tips it toward you along the way. Mm-hmm. Will you allow him to come within 30 feet of, of you? Yes, I think so. Okay. He comes within 29 feet mm-hmm. of you and then continues till he's only 10 feet from, <laughs> from, <laughs> sure. from you. Well done, young Norman. Yes, thanks for the assist. I think... You did far more here than I could have. I would have been too late for these poor, poor beasts. Mm. He looks up where that crack is long gone now. But you get a sense he probably wasn't wind walking, so it took him longer to fly. He probably had a good view the whole whole time. He was flying via mm-hmm. normal fly speed. And he kind of like looks up and cocks a, a white eyebrow at you, tugging at his beard. Hmm. 
cultists of the devourer. So it would seem. And I hope that is the worst of what we have to, to deal with this night. But I doubt it is so. No. And I doubt it as well. I understand that you were instrumental in preventing a much greater threat to this city this night. Perhaps. Well done. These smiles to you. Is there anything that I, I can do for you before I depart? Um, I don't know at this point. We don't exactly know what's to come. I already had to pass up a building with burning people to get here. So I guess just help out where you can if you're willing. He smiles at me with like his like eyes crink crank crinkling, you know, like almost a kind grandfatherly smile with too much mm -hmm. weight on his own shoulders, and he says, Elementalist like this is more of my speciality. But mm -hmm. you you came. Puts a hand on your shoulder and will heal you mm. for Rachel. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Not, that would not make any sense, any sense at all. That was a lot though, like 15. Yeah, yeah. I, I, know, I, know, I know. Multiply that by, by, by 5, add 6. 25, 31. 31 oh. healing to you then. I'll take it. He does a high level, high level cure wounds <laughs> on you. You feel the burns seal up a bit. And he turns to leave, giving you a rare opportunity if there's anything you wish to say or do with Elminster too. But I will give Stephen a break. Mm -hmm. By now, go on to other scenes, and then we'll come back and you can do whatever you want. It's funny that you were the lowest. <laughs> That's probably your one scene. Mm -hmm. Sorry to say, but it was a pretty long one. Um, not everyone will be nearly I'm that so long. I was like, well, Stephen went first, and the other one, like, dude, we don't have time for you to do this for like. 18 oh, times, I'm happy to chomp on some chips uh, and call it. A day. We'll come back <laughs> to you, and then you can think of anything to ask or say. You can do that at, at that time. Um, take a moment here. Uh, it is nine o'clock. Let's stop take that. Mm -hmm. Take take your actual breaks right now. Deuces, Belgium.